to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And uh, today, episode 35 of season two, Prime Target. And uh, last week on episode 34, uh, Starscream, Astrotrain, and Blitzwing decided to like engage their own stupid plan to overthrow <laughs> Megatron and become leader of the Decepticons, and they were all <laughs> dumb and none of them worked. And they're all buddies again. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> they show up early in this. Well, let's get into it. Um, yeah. uh, you, we have a jet, and it's a Soviet jet. So this yeah. is like, if you're listening to this episode and you're under, I don't know, 30, you don't remember this at all. But I think I was 11 or 10 at the time when Russia was the Soviet Union, and then mm. it all collapsed. But during this episode, it's still the Soviet Union, and they've got a jet flying over, yeah, I don't a, know, the Arctic somewhere. It's a MiG-23. At least I'm guessing it's a MiG-23 by the tail on the uh, thing. And the, like, the nose is kind of a cone, because the MiG-27, it was kind of more flat. And yeah, it did a little reason. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this, this lady's flying this fighter jet, and... A submarine comes up underneath it. Well, she starts tracking it. Like, she calls into base, and she's like, I have a horrible accent, but I have this oh, submarine on the radar. Give, give this man yeah. his money. <laughs> and, yeah, the submarine comes up and, like, shoots a, a harpoon at her, and she ejects it to safety. And then we go to Old Chumley. Yeah, spelled Chumondely. And oh, is it's it? pronounced Chumley. Chumley. Yeah, you see the last name Chumley spelled out? It's like C-H-O-M-O-N-D-E-L-E-Y or something like that. I went to school with a guy with the last name Chumley. <laughs> the <laughs> like the teacher would be going down calling up people's names and she'd get to him and she'd be like, Chad, <laughs> just be like Chumley. <laughs> uh, so we, we find out Chumley is actually a, a big hunter, a big game hunter, and he is oh, the yeah, person that took down. This fighter jet, and, and not only that, he he's hung it on the wall. He's he's hung a MiG twenty three on the wall. Well done. So yeah, his this trophy room of his has like a lot of traditional animal head trophies. Gross, yeah. but it also has like <laughs> tanks and jets and shit. Helicopter. Yeah, he's uh, he's decided that he's going to hunt the greatest game of all and his butler <laughs> did he have a name uh he i forget what it was now but uh, he he looks so much like uh riff raff the, the oh, butler yeah. in rocky <laughs> horror yes, yes, i'm does. just like i'm just gonna fucking call him riff yeah he does <laughs> he, he, he doesn't really talk like it's not like you know just in time it's one of the monsters affairs it's not like that he, he has a different kind of voice he's kind of got like, like old the stereotypical butler, butler. Yeah. but he's uh he's he, like is it a a, that's a, a, sh- a space shuttle sir <laughs> He's going to put the space shuttle on the wall. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what he's going to do. And it turns out what he wants to do is, is uh, claim the head of Optimus Prime. <gasps> yeah, he's, he's already got the plaque for it on the <laughs> wall. And it labeled. Says, Mount head here. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's a good spot. But it's like, yeah. just get an Optimus Prime trophy mounting kit at Ikea. And <laughs> that's as far as he can get it without the... Anyway. Uh, so, so we go to Bumblebee and Trax, and they're out, I think, just on a patrol. Yeah, they're going to town. Oh, and- no, they're on a supply run. They're on a supply run. <laughs> uh, Trax is, the guy's got an ego, but he's, he anticipates being rushed by adoring fans when they get into <laughs> yeah. the city. Because there's this crowd in front of an appliance store. He's like, yeah. oh, I forget if he says something stupid anyway. But turns out it's all these people are watching a TV in the window of the appliance store. Like, this is not like 1955. I like, guess not. They probably have TVs at home, but maybe they're just out. Although, you know what? I will say, uh, years ago, when Vancouver and Boston went up against each other in the the uh, Stanley Cup finals. 
this city was no, just yeah, enthralled that. with that. And I can remember walking home from work and there would just be a crowd of people like, like a bunch of just regular people, and then hey, there was always a couple of cops. So you can tell they were like, "Oh fuck, I don't care. I'm on duty, Bubba. It's hockey." Yeah. yeah. If you if you could have replaced it with a news reporter going, "That's just in." Yeah, which is is what we've got here. It's yeah. like uh, about how um, the Soviet Union is accusing uh, the United States of using a submarine to capture a top secret jet fighter. But mm. if it's top secret, how did the, this news station have footage of it flying? I mean, like the MiG twenty three was never secret like the united states knew about it well apparently it's, it's driving global tensions to an all-time high and both nations are on mm. full alert so this is uh what i was talking about earlier all of a sudden bumblebee spots astrotrain and blitzwing and they yeah, and they're just walking down an alley and they decide to chase them so there's a whole long chase through the city and it's kind of stupid you think it's dumb right away because why would it's astrotrain, train, astrotrain yeah, why would they run from, from tracks and bumblebee yeah, it's just Turn into a tank, dude. dude. I think a tank would be a pretty good match. Those two had the Volkswagen out Beetle in a Corvette. Yeah, really. Anyway, they run, and they turn out to be holograms. And yeah, holograms. this, okay, it's <laughs> Chumley. Chumley the... captures them, but he does it in this stupid, dumb way. Oh, yeah. This is where the uh, yeah, it just comes totally off the rails at this point. Chumley, <laughs> he's going to capture a series of Autobots and it starts with these two, <laughs> but they're all on this level of like, he knew exactly where they would be and what they would yeah, do. It's like the Saw yeah. movies where Jigsaw just... I was just about just, to say that. He's got it all figured out. planning you would need to do oh, and the yeah. resources you would need to do this and it's just him and this idiot butler oh i know that's the other thing so there's this whole thing where where tracks gets electrocuted by a grapple and yanked into the garbage truck bumblebee tries to drive away and a dump truck comes up and like it sides <laughs> lower bumblebee goes in and then it like it closes him in and it is this amazingly complex plan pulled off by a 60 yeah. something overweight white dude and his 87,000 year old butler. He's definitely old because a while back, uh, Lord Chumley asked the butler if he remembers the Boer War. I know. And he says, well, yes, I do, sir, or whatever. Like, that war ended 83 years before this episode aired, so <laughs> this, this guy's been around a while. He's, yes, he has. Anyway, uh, so he's got these two. Oh, oh, God, this is when we went to the soaps. <laughs> I love this. I, I had know. to write this line down. Okay. This is like, there's a bunch of Autobots gathered around watching a soap opera on TV and there's these two ladies sitting at the kitchen table or something and one of them's like, if Donna is having an affair with Gordon, Jack doesn't know that Cheryl hid the real will. It's like, try and wrap your head around that. Like, okay, so so like, are Donna and Jack married, but she's having an affair with Gordon and like, how does Cheryl work into this and who's, oh man, it's like That show needs its own podcast And and the name of that show is As the Kitchen Sings Oh yeah, I love that We interrupt As the Kitchen Sings for this news bulletin and they're all like, aww That's a legitimately awesome name Yeah, I did like that The ones watching it are uh, Blaster, Beachcomber, Grapple, and Jazz And uh, yeah, this news report cuts in about the whole jet Thing. And then Optimus overhears it, comes in, and he's worried because also Bumblebee and Trax haven't reported in. But he doesn't think the Decepticons are behind this. No, he does not. Two of his guys haven't reported in, so what else would hold them up? When in every right. episode, 
before and after, <laughs> as soon as something goes wonky, they're like, do you think it's the Decepticons? I think it's the Decepticons. It's probably the Decepticons. <laughs> so they roll out, and uh, <laughs> then we we go through these like they're all going to get caught one by one by one. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz is looking at what, like the car washes and body shops? Yeah, he thinks that Trax is going to be at the, the car wash because, you know, Trax is a vain piece of shit. But when he's right, he's right. this car wash captures jazz oh yeah it's a whole <laughs> so again this means that uh chumley has had time to build this fake car wash because he knew jazz would go in and it like picks him up and puts him in a basically a flatbed truck or something yeah and then beachcomber shows him coming to like a toll bridge or something and he transforms yeah. to put a coin in the toll and i thought oh, I that's so fucking stupid but that probably is what an Autobot would do. Yeah. But then all these ridiculous tentacle things grab him. <laughs> like, okay, now he's yeah. gone. So the, the whole toll booth was a, a robot <laughs> yeah. to grab him, and they put him on the back of a flatbed truck. <laughs> like, okay, this is the height of stupidity, where <laughs> Grapple goes to a construction site, and he's like, hey, have you seen my buddies? And the crane comes around, and it's Chumley operating the crane. <laughs> yeah. And he, like, he just, knocks a bunch of I-beams over, and they land perfectly and form a cage. Yeah, uh, so that somehow gets underneath Grapple. Yes, because he, he picks, picks him up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a sign here, uh, in, either in this scene or in the next or something. It's more of these stupid signs. It says, don't fly drive, don't drink and drive. <laughs> like... I'm not even gonna. That hurt. That's gonna hurt my Go brain. On. One thing that does happen, they try to loosely explain this whole he knew it, you know, his perfect plan by the butler commenting on his tribal instinct theory. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I'm gonna Google that and find out if it's a real thing. And I started typing it in Google and then realized, oh, no, no, that's a waste of time. <laughs> so, Blasters, we go to Blaster and he reports into Optimus. And this, actually, you know what? I. Stand corrected. Yeah. This is the height of stupidity. <laughs> there's this billboard for creamy cream hand lotion. That's the, the product. And these hands on, yep. that on the thing gross. reach down and grab Blaster and pick him up and, like, transform him into the ghetto Blaster as if he were the toy. Like, but they don't just reach down. They, like, extend out of the sign yeah, as if the sign was an entryway into another dimension and these hands are coming out. It's weird, yeah. It's insanely stupid and weird. And commercial break. Da -da -da. And then we, so we come back, and the hands, they, I don't know, they transform him into his boombox. Yeah, and he falls into a taxi who's being driven by the butler. Uh, and Chumley's so, in the other seat, and they turn on some tunes. But why doesn't he just transform back? <sighs> like, what's holding him in that form? Then uh, Inferno just shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> he hasn't been in this episode at all until no, now, but boom, until here now. he is. And they lit a building on fire to lure him there. Yes. Oh, now, this is just getting dark, man. Like, did they build the... <laughs> thing first and then set it on fire because you know that's okay oh, less it gets even evil. darker when the torture devices show up yes kids oh, yeah. torture devices so uh yeah inferno runs in save this kid the kid's a dummy and the robotic the fire hoses are like robotic tentacles yeah, snaky hose thing yeah wraps and they grab him. inferno but uh, lord chum is like he's amazed that this autobot is unafraid of fire well man if you were made of an alien metal and transformed into a fire truck mm -hmm. and were equipped with every possible thing you'd need to fight a fire would you be scared of it yeah mm -hmm. you, you, part of your body is literally a fire hose <laughs> optimus uh he he so he gets worried that something's going on he calls all the autobots back to the ark and i think it's like cliff jumper and huffer barely escape another insane yeah, trap. Like, a wind charger nearly gets hit by a train uh, by the guy 
who was just downtown dressed as a firefighter. Yeah, yeah. and then the it's butler was related. like, there was a claw that came out of a street light or something dumb. Yeah, for just oh. escapes from a street light attacking him. So we have Optimus is kind of talking to the troops, say, hey, I don't know what's going on. I mean, my, my, probably not the Decepticons. And Cosmos calls in, and he uh, he flew over and he shows the Autobots, and they're in. Like, I made a note of the devices they're in. Trax is on, like, a spiked yeah, figure eight race course. It's and like he has to go as fast as he can. The Greek underworld. <laughs> yeah. Because like if Trax slows down, keep... there's guns shooting at him. There's a couple. Yeah. The one that's really fucked up, though, <laughs> is Bumblebee. Yeah, he's on the, the, like the pit and the pendulum kind of thing. Yeah. And he has to keep transforming to yeah, avoid so a, Yeah, big pendulum blade goes by, and he has to turn into the beetle, or he'll cut off his head. And then the, a big blade goes horizontally, and he has to turn into himself, or it'll cut off the roof of the car. And he's just transforming back and forth <laughs> as like, these blades swing by. It's really fucked up when you think about it. Yeah. Chumley interrupts this broadcast from, from Cosmos. Oh, this is stupid. He give, he basically says, Optimus, I'm going to give you a chance to uh, win your friends back. And Optimus is like, I'm going to do it alone. And all the other Autobots are like, hey, we should help. And he's like, no, alone. <laughs> I said. <laughs> so he rolls out himself. Oh, after he like pushes a lever and blows up you know, like a power override lever. And he pushes that and blows up Chumley's computer, which is not how computers <laughs> and work. Finally, here's Megatron. <laughs> hey, there he is. <laughs> so yeah, Megatron over here is on his uh, handy dandy video monitor, and <laughs> and who does he's he like? Give you know what? I really like this ultimate bag. mission too. The two Decepticons who betrayed him last week. <laughs> I know. Blitzwing, that's your yeah, Like, what are these Go two? They should be on a break for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> put them in a corner. But he does. He sends Astro Train and Blitzwing to go. He says to go see if we, if Chumley can help us. So I like there's this idea that the Decepticons are like, oh, we can use him, <laughs> as we'll find out later when we see how Chumley reacts. <laughs> but uh, Optimus arrives at his headquarters, and Chumley says it's a mock-up of Cybertron, which it... Eh, <laughs> it's, may, it's not eh. a good one. <laughs> no, really. <sighs> okay, this was dumb. Yeah, just, Basically, it's a, a dragon, right? Yeah, it's a dragon. And somehow Chumley found it in Borneo or wherever it was. Optimus in this dragon, this very rare creature fight, and Optimus like throws it down this pit, and it's dead. <laughs> yeah. He kills this incredibly rare dragon <laughs> from it's Borneo. the last one. Yeah. <laughs> the last of its kind. And then they shoot laser nets at him, Paul. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. But he just throws chains around like power lines which just makes the net disappear like okay that's it. oh yeah so yeah there's a commercial break and then we come back and he's yeah he's i don't know he grounds a wire with a power <laughs> there's like yeah an electrical tower which there of course were a lot of them cybertron and um he yeah he hooks a chain on it shorts out the laser net i guess and then uh astrotrain and blitzwing arrive and they very three stoogesly try to sneak up on Optimus. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be all sneaky, beaky like. like yeah. <laughs> so Optimus, yeah. there's this woman in like rags shackled to a piece of metal. Yeah, it's like this girl in a torn dress. Yeah. And she's crying. <laughs> in like a ball and chain kind of thing on her ankle. And, and like Prime's like, nope, not this time, Jumley, and just walks away. But yeah, then and, and why did Blitzwing tries to kill her to stop her crying? Yeah, he's just like, shut up, and tries to stomp on her. <laughs> And she, I don't know what, yeah. turns to... He gets covered in this green goo. It was a trap. This green, immobilizing goo. Yeah. And... Lord calls him a blasted fool. <laughs> and then it goes back to the triple changers. Astrotain says, you blasted fool. <laughs> <laughs> 
so AstroTrain basically says, I can't help you. I'm going to go to the castle and get this fixed up, and then I'll come back and help you later. And Optimus, for a second, looks around. He, what does he say? Like, oh, a booby trap that actually caught some they boobies. Boobies. <laughs> I think that's like the dirtiest <laughs> word Optimus has ever said in his life. I'm going to go home and wash my own <laughs> mouth out with soap, except I don't have a mouth. I just have this space thing. soap. <laughs> so uh, uh, then a mechanical <laughs> scorpion just comes up, shows up, and it's got a TV screen for a face, and, and of course, it's Chumley's face on it. Yeah. And they basically duke it but out. But then Astrotrain just... Totally suckers Prime here. Yeah, Prime takes the, up, takes the upper hand and Astrotrain, yeah, shoots him in the back. And now Chumley is all pissed off that Astrotrain ruined his hunt. Mm, but this is Poor this baby. is kind of the dynamic, the one dynamic I do really like in this episode is the Decepticons were like, oh, we can use this stupid meat bag to our own ends. But that meat bag was like, I don't need your help. <laughs> well, he, he, Fuck you. He really doesn't because now he has Blitzwing and Astrotrain chained to the wall. Like... Well done. Half yeah, well, this guy should that? be a bigger player in the intergalactic space battle scene. But uh, he, so he's got them down in his like torture room, and the Autobots who are there start talking. And Bumblebee uses like the last of his power to send out a message to Optimus to wake him up after he, because oh yeah, after uh, Astrotrain shot Optimus, Chumley's like, I don't even want him anymore. Fuck this, and he drags Astrotrain away and just leaves Optimus. The true trophy is ruined. <laughs> but uh, Bumblebee wakes up Optimus and sends him a. <laughs> Like a tracking signal. Now, the, the butler suggests to use molten lava as opposed to that non molten lava, aka rocks, to dispose of Astrotrain and Blitzwing. It's like, really? This is the show with a thousand and one cave ins. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But uh, Chumley looks on his monitors and he's surprised to see Optimus is up, so. Optimus keeps coming. He makes it to the castle and then gets caught in like a robotic, like a <laughs> spider. Gigantic spider yeah. web, yeah. So Prime like rips off half of its legs and then makes it bite itself, which makes it explode. Like, yeah, it like injects wow. some venom into itself, which causes it to explode. <laughs> and then, oh, and then, okay, <laughs> this it. is where, oh, physics just, I, I can't believe that the people who wrote this or animated it didn't see the stupidity optimus ends up in a tunnel that starts spinning and he punches the sides of yeah. the tunnel to stop it and they're watching him on the monitor and then he suddenly just punches through the monitor <laughs> yeah, and like, he's there like freddy krueger <laughs> yeah. or something what? like that so he starts chasing them the butler hides in the tank we're never going to hear from him again and then no. this is this no. is beautiful. Chumley runs to the Decepticons. He's like, if I let you go, will you fight Optimus? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he lets them go. Yeah, <laughs> and like, trust And then us. immediately tries to <laughs> stomp on him. He's like, you gave me your word. Yeah, it's the second he's free. <laughs> Great. It's like, you fucking idiot. Really? What do you expect? Yeah, by now, you're a human. You have to know they're going to screw you over at every opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So while they're fighting Chumley, I guess Optimus frees the Autobots. They all start charging. Astrotrain and um, Blitzwing take off. And Chumley yeah, literally <laughs> huddles in the corner like a little bitch. Like he's just crying. Yeah, and Prime just tells the Autobots, let Astrotrain and Blitzwing go because this guy is the trophy yeah. I want. <laughs> it's like, oh, and shit. Then, <laughs> legitimately, it's, it is a great scene where they, they you go to back to, the, to Soviet Russia and the plane is delivered, yeah. and when it is, uh, Chumley is tied to the nose cone. Ah, 
Okay, so if Donna is having an affair with Gordon and Jack doesn't know that Cheryl hid the real... <laughs> nah, just fucking with you. All right, the obvious one here is how Lord Chumley and Riff Raff can be in so many... I'm just going to call him Riff Raff. Can be in so many places and so many costumes so quickly, but it's just too stupid to worry about. So instead today, we're going to learn about Soviet-era Russian fighter jets, kids. So let's go way back to the beginning of the episode where a submarine harpoons a flying MiG-23 and pulls it into a sheet of ice as thick as a grown woman is tall without putting a dent in it. Now, I'm guessing it's a MiG-23 because it's a Russian fighter plane in 1985 with one tail fin, and by the shape of the nose, eh, we've got through this. But anyway, a MiG-23 was a supersonic fighter jet, but she's the pilot, she's clearly flying this one subsonic, if you look at the ground underneath her, but it doesn't matter. You're not going to catch up to a fighter plane with a submarine. Even then, if you shoot a harpoon into the bottom of a flying aircraft, it's just going to rip the bottom of the plane off. By the way, the plane's coming down. So the pilot ejects, but her plane is shown slamming through the ice. No, you crash a 10-ton MiG-23 nose first into ice that's six feet thick, and you're going to have yourself a fine explosion. That thing is carrying enough fuel to fly a thousand kilometers, never mind what kind of rocket bombs or missiles it might be armed with. Uh, to be fair, this one looked like it was unarmed. Anyway, then this idiot is shown with it mounted on the fucking wall. Like, no, you are not mounting a 10-ton fighter plane on a wall in a house. Did I mention the thing is 50 feet long because of MiG-23? There you go. There's the end of another Transformers Netbookers podcast show. That was a prime target. Next week is, or next, uh, this Thursday is Autobot. Autobot. Blaster and tracks. Makes no sense. So if you want to hear us make no sense, I don't know, find us on Twitter. Yeah, and while you're there. If Donna's having an affair with Gordon and Jack doesn't know that Cheryl hit the real well, if you can make heads or tails of that, let us know on Twitter. You can find me there at P. McPherson1, John's at John Sophie. And uh, you can rate and review us on your podcast application. Yeah, and make sure you tell your friends. Tell all your friends. See what they think about uh, Donna and Jack and Cheryl. And then and tune in next you. week for As the Kitchen Sings. What a- <laughs> Boobies. <laughs>